everyone, Kevin here, and welcome back to the Bible in a Beer podcast. On today's episode, we have Father Chris Crawl from the Society of Jesus doing some Lexio Divina with us on Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Make sure you stick around later this week for our follow-up bonus episode with Father Chris, where we discuss the power of neurology and prayer. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. There are key points that are worth contemplating in this powerful story that's used on this feast of the Epiphany. An Epiphany is a term of transformation, insight, awakening, metanoia, conversion, the aha, the awakening and coming to a full senses. It is what we pray for as, as Christians as we come into the light of glory, that we may be awakened. One of the key points of this passage is magi themselves. Just a note, we are. there's many songs and all the traditions of three men, three wise men. But if you are listening carefully, nowhere in this passage does it say anything about men and does it say anything about three Magi from the east are coming to and are seeking. And what is it that they're seeking? Well, they're driven by what? A question. So wise, the wise people, the Magi, which I hope includes all of us, we are all Magi. And what are we desiring? What is the deepest desire of our hearts? We want to find the king, the king of the world, the king of the universe, the king of our hearts, the king of love itself. And this newborn king has been prophesied, which they are seeking. And they're willing to leave everything to follow this king, come from this east, this land far away, to drop everything and to pursue that which is driving their hearts, this questioning, this deepest truth with which they're longing for fulfillment. And so wise, the wise people, that's us. What is it? That's the deepest desires of our hearts. What are we longing for? What are we pursuing? What is that star then? So the see the star. We saw the star at its rising. So 
immediately it's they were attentive they were seeking they were driven by a question and they were looking for answers their eyes were open their hearts were longing their sense of attentiveness to this something some big message some key point some transformational aspect we we who are walking in the valley of darkness have seen a great light is some of the passages that we've heard at christmas time but now to see this star but we had to be looking first we had to be in this valley of darkness we had to be in our times of suffering but with faith and hope longing that this suffering will end longing that this night of darkness will come to its completion they're looking and striving and looking and yearning for this star we saw the star rising you can hearken back maybe to the prodigal son story where the father from a far distance he saw his son coming back and he ran to meet him and threw his cloak over him well these wise people magi from the east were looking longing waiting for this new spark of hope to break through the the desolation and the darkness of this world the violence the hatred and the death of which everybody is living through but to see that star because we know that this star can come will come and we're longing for this so we're driven by this question attentive and looking for this new star as these wise people and when they come to they are on this journey and here's where we, if we are driven by faith we will face adversity all the times when we're going to be hearing and as ordinary time comes soon when jesus goes and calls his disciples and many of the first messages like unless you take up your cross and follow me you will not be my disciple well as we become a disciple, as we follow this, as we as magi, as wise people follow this star, we will face adversity. Christ promises that. But he does promise that he will be with us and that, that through the adversity, we'll have an encounter. And so they come to this Herod and this, that, this message of a new king, yes, greatly troubled him. And in some ways, it troubles all of us. A new king will trouble us. It will shake us to the core. We will be forced to change or pulled from our wayward ways, our habits, our desolating and death-dealing kind of actions, our sinful ways. It should trouble us. It will shake us and move us. If we are wise magi, if we are seeking this star, we're looking to be changed, transformed, let go of these past things, our inordinate desires, our disordered attachments, all the weights that we're carrying, all the things that we're holding on to. We must be challenged and greatly troubled. And then what does it lead us to? Well, if we continue to follow that star, we will come to this place. And they, as it says, so they go through the the different prophecies, but go search diligently. The wisdom that King Herod gives is powerful. Go search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word. Isn't that our life? That we're constantly searching for the Christ in our lives, in our workplaces, in our families, in our relationships. We're constantly begging, Christ, come into my life. Christ, where are you in my suffering? Christ, where are you in this darkness? But if we're magi and we have this quest to find that star, will we be seeking diligently for the child? And when we have found him, will we be proclaimers of this word, of this life to the world? After all, what is the the final line of every mass? Ite, inflammate, ite, la misa est. 
The Mass is ended. Go now. Go glorify the Lord by your life. Go. Once we have found the Lord, once we have encountered him, once we have received the Eucharist, we must proclaim him with our lives. Go search diligently from the child, and when you found him, spread that word that others may do him homage too. Now, as we know, not everybody, Carrot, will then have this challenge and will be a challenge to the child. And there will be many people who will be a challenge to Christ. But that's, again, what it means to be a Christian. It's not going to be easy. And there will be the persecutors. We are signing up as we become, as we are baptized for a life of persecution and hardship. But we have this faith that the star is rising and we are wise people who will be guided by the star to have this encounter. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. The, the star, if we're holding fast, if we're attentive to the, the light of, of faith, of hope, of love in our life, will it guide us to the Christ? Will it guide us to the one who, who fulfills us, who we're longing for, who we're questioning? Will we come to the one who is who is this Messiah who God has promised that he would send to be with us. And by becoming like we are, will we become like he is? And they were overjoyed at seeing the star. Yeah, through the trials and tribulations of our life, through the darkness and the sufferings that we faced, when we come to the place where our faith is leading us, when we come to have this encounter, there is nothing but joy. This is the longing of our heart. This is what what will bring us total fulfillment, total joy. They were overjoyed at seeing the star and they entered the house the place where Christ has made his tabernacle has become Emmanuel, God who is with us. They entered into that house of glory and they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And then what do we do? We offer everything that we have and all that we are. Take, Lord, receive my liberty, my memory, my understanding, my entire will, my gold, my frankincense, my myrrh. We give what we have. It's the offertory right in the mass where it's this representative that like the people bring the gift up to the altar for sacrifice, we offer who we are. When we've come to the Christ, we lay everything down. It's the the total act of self-sacrifice, of submission to our Lord, our Savior, the one who has called us, who has created us, and now is calling us to be a disciple. The true encounter with the Lord, it will change everything. And he's asking to take our sins. He's asking to take the best of us. And will we be willing to praise, reverence, and serve him? Will we be willing to offer ourselves when we come to the presence of the Lord and we come to into his house? And are we willing to hold on or do we hold things to ourselves that it's like, nah, I really need this for my own protection, my own safety? Or can we lay everything, take Lord and receive? I guess I'm quoting from what's called the Contemplatio to Attain Divine Love, the last exercise, the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And finally, that when they have had this encounter with the Lord and we have been totally transformed and given ourselves entirely to Christ, what happens? We can't go back to be who we used to be. This last line is crucially important. And they departed for their country by another way. We can't simply return to our past ways, our former way of life, our sinfulness, our dark perspective, our desolation. Once we have encountered the risen Lord, everything changes and we have to be a new person. We must go off in a new direction with Christ, following and in the light of the star, which has now become the eternal day star, which never sets. We have come into the presence of the Lord, and yes, we are greatly troubled, and everything changes.